It's gorgeous out. Let's pop some dots. This is the Updog Podcast, a blend of upland and waterfowl hunting. Tune in as your hosts, Tyler Beaton, Jeff Ludicky, Matt Jeske, chat about training dogs and share their bird hunting stories, tactics, and strategies. Are we freeballing it? No, we're not freeballing it. We're not free. We're going to go. We're going to go. Ready? Welcome in to another episode of the Up Duck Podcast. My name is Tyler Meaden. I am one of your hosts, and I'm joined by my awesome killer co-hosts, the Rooster Assassin and Mud Motor Maestro, Jeff Ludicky, and the Mississippi River Boat Gambler himself, Matt Jeske. What's up, fellas? Not much. Trying to get back into this podcast thing. I feel like it's been so long. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Nice. 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 Excellent. Excellent. This is sort of a we're flying by the seat of our pants episode anyway. So who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, we're free balling it. Free balling it. (laughs) <laughs> free balling it uh yeah i'm drinking water tonight we'll you know try to stay on course here like we normally do matt what do we got what's in hand i've got the last uh summer shandy of the household oh he's drinking a beer yeah oh, kind of a beer is that a beer yeah i count it it's like half it's, like three quarters of a beer maybe that's a beer. delicious three quarter beer it is good on a hot summer day i'll tell you that called summer shandy for a reason right yeah yeah that, Matt, yes. Yeah. <laughs> or it's earlier than normal, so you know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, we are starting like an hour earlier than we normally do. I have no idea if your children are asleep or not. I don't think mine are quite yet. One of two are sleeping. Okay. Okay. Matt, what did you say? No? I said definitely not. Definitely not? Okay. I can hear it upstairs. <laughs> okay. Okay. We we tried to go earlier. I don't know if I don't know if it happened or not. So um, anyway, let's let's get into the meat of the episode, though. Let's talk about the fun stuff here. So it is the beginning of September. We are all in the Midwest. And guess what? On September 1st, or I shouldn't say early, it's just teal season opened up, which means that the fun has begun. Uh, hunting season is here. We're all uber excited, maybe some more than others raise my hand right now i'm going a little gangbusters here uh can't think straight can't concentrate on work all i can think about is how i want to spend money that i don't have and how soon i can go hunting again i don't know if you you guys are feeling the same way or not or if it's just me yeah i don't know about the spending money part but there's always something i want to buy but definitely when's the next time i'm going to be able to get out is always on the top of my mind that's for sure yep but okay. sounds like just in a few days, a few days, buddy, we'll uh, do a little walk in, try to find Maybe. some teal. I got to oh. talk to you. I got to talk to you. Uh, we got to talk. Oh, he's bailing out already. No, no, no. I'm I'm in a precarious spot here. Okay. All okay. right. I'm in a precarious. We're going to go right down. We're going to do this right now. Then we'll talk about how our season's gone so far in the first seven days. So, okay. <clears throat> uh, I ordered a pair or not a pair, but I ordered a dozen silhouettes, right? They showed up today. I got them out. I played with them. My daughters love them, right? We had to put all of them together. We put them out in the front yard. There was some girl in middle school riding her bike by and she stopped. She's like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just playing with decoys. Nothing serious, you know, normal. And, and, uh, my buddy is like, Hey, uh, he's like, uh, geezers 
there's a bunch of geese flying over, like they're all around his property all of a sudden, right? We had this cold front push in, he's got some migrators coming through. So I got permission, I can hunt his place tomorrow morning, right? But then I would mean I'd also hunt again Saturday morning. Now, now here's the predicament. Matt's Matt's laughing already. Okay. I could hunt back to back days. That sounds wonderful, right? But I have to be careful not to use up all of my hunting cachet here early in the season. That's important. You understand where I'm coming from? Yep. You don't want to spend all your tickets right out the gate. Yeah, exactly. Right. Especially we're not even we're not even into the good stuff. We're just talking early goose and teal here. Okay. So my question is, do I go tomorrow and Saturday, option one, do I skip tomorrow for, even though I, it seems like I've got a hot ticket, they're, they're all over, right? Um, uh, all over my buddy's place and then go Saturday with you, Jeff, or do I go tomorrow and then, and then bail on Jeff and be a terrible friend? Matt, uh, Matt, the Matt, bail wait, on wait, wait, Jeff part. Don't worry about the bail on Jeff part. Wait, because... wait, 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 Jeff. Wait, Matt. <laughs> Matt, you're the independent third party here. What I know say what you? Matt's gonna say. I know we know what he's gonna say. What's he gonna say? Well, C what, is. Gonna what do you out. think I want to say? <laughs> I think C will be out for Matt because he's a duck guy. He's not a goose guy. Matt? That's true. I mean, I'm not doing it by myself. But if I did have a place to go, I'm going both days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because realistically, you're only going to go for an hour on Saturday, like from open light to being done. It's like an hour. You're going to be done at 730. Right. Walking back in. That's pretty early. The girls will just be getting up. They'll watch a show, you know, maybe sit on the couch, watch a little bit of cartoons. By the time you get in there, they'll be finishing breakfast, ready to go for the day. If if they are just getting up at 730, that. That records be, over there. That would, be, that would be that would be a new record. Okay, we started three. We started three k. That starts at seven forty in the morning, which means you got to be dry or backing out of our parking or out of our parking lot, out of our driveway at seven twenty in the morning, which means that you have to start loading the car at seven ten in the morning because inevitably it's going to take that long to get loaded because we want to do it ourselves. We're 10 minutes is all you're only giving yourself 10 minutes for that uh, well that's pushing it right it should really be 705 like 15 minutes to like actually get buckled in the car right so we're talking like a 615 wake up at the latest well now guess what happened uh, like we're talking normal yeah well it used to we used we used to we could push it to close to seven right it's it is 6 a.m and it's knocking on the door to come out because we have the child locks on so yeah anyway Suffice to say, it would be great if they slept till 7.30. But, um, yeah, Matt says go both days. Okay. All right. Just think of Mac. Think of Mac. I mean, I don't think of Mac. Mac just think of the it. dog. Yep. Matt, he does deserve it. He does deserve it. Okay. Jeff, what say you? Well, it, I, I agree with Matt. You got to go with A. Gotta go both days. Okay. All right. You can't you can't pass up a nice slipper spread in the backyard of your buddy's know, house. Right? Shoot I a couple know. Canada's, but no, right. I'm gonna shoot a limit tomorrow. If it were me and I had to choose one, I'd probably lean more towards the ducks than the geese. Okay. But sounds like you got a little bit more of a sure thing for the geese. That's that's what I'm thinking. I think it's gonna be a sure thing. The teal hunt is either gonna be a major bust or we might shoot a couple. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. And plus that'll put a lot more pressure on me if you skip this goose hunt. Come with me on the duck hunt and it's just a complete 
bust of a hunt. Oh, I kind of like that. I would feel so bad. <laughs> I, I kind of like that, though. I like putting pressure on people. Because <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to be walking into. I really don't. I haven't I, been there since the spring. Everything looks completely different in the summer with all the vegetation. Water levels are low. I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. Big decision, buddy. It is big. I just I just sent a text to Jess, and I said, hey, the guys want me to go both days. So... <laughs> Thanks for throwing us under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm saving my I'm saving my own skin here. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, that's out of the way. Uh, so I think it's time for you two to talk because I've been yakking up a storm here. So what? Not what? How did your opening weekend? How was the first week of your duck season, duck and goose season, Ben? Matt, you can start. Sure. Uh, I went out last Friday, so the opener uh, on the Wisconsin side. So I hit my Wisconsin spots on Friday morning, uh, mostly shooting for teal, but geese were open as well. I barely saw any geese. I heard them a lot on the Iowa side, actually. Um, so we ended up with three and picked up a fourth one floating down the channel. So Maggie got four retrieves on, on Friday, so that was, that was good. Um, you ended yeah, up giving that duck fun. back? Did you find the guy that shot it? No, okay. definitely not. He, I saw him motor by, and I, I didn't know what he was looking for. I thought he was just looking for spots, but he was obviously looking for something. He winged, and you know, I was pulling out of the channel I was in, and I thought actually it was just a floating decoy, like one of those ones you'd want, Jeff, like the super early season because it was like really right. brown. And and then I was getting closer. I'm like, that's a leg sticking up. That's not a decoy. So Bonus got Maggie to the bow of the boat and made sure she saw it and just launched her off the front. So <laughs> you know, picked up another one. That was a green wing too. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, the, the green wing numbers are up like crazy this year. If you look mm -hmm. at that DU report, it's it's nuts. Yeah. I forget what percentage up they were, but it was a lot. It was one of the only ones up, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. So the other ones were blues. So you shot three blues yeah. and one green. Yep. If it would have been normal time, if it would have been like six o'clock instead of six thirty, I would have had six and five minutes probably. I grouped nope. the two and three. Okay, Landing so they weren't they weren't in big balls. They were coming in, just kind of sprinkling in. Yep. Nice. I only saw like one decent flock of them. Um, they skirted off to the side, but everything else was, I mean, they were basically in the decoys, which was nice and easy, so I could use the camera. So that that all that all panned out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And you did use yeah. the camera. Put it I to did use. use the camera. Yeah, yeah. A lot going on when you have by yourself, but um, it was good. So how many shots did you take to get three birds? Uh, let's see here. One, two, like six. And then the three that I completely whiffed on, I flock shot a group of three because I just didn't aim, you know, that like early season jitter, like you already got one and then he just, the next group was like, what are you doing? Um, but they were coming in so fast. Oh, yeah. It was one of those, like I made the call to drop down the front door and it was like, I'm trying here. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. But then the next one, it was like both of them were one shots. And then the the one that Maggie had to really dig out. I mean, it was the thickest stuff I've ever sent her into. And uh, that was on like a, a first shot. And then I tried tried knocking one of the other ones out of the flock. But it was, it was already way behind us. So that, was, just, a, that was a good find. By her. You were just hunting solo, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, that's Hot. not bad. Three birds out yeah. of six shots. Yeah, not bad. I'll take it. Yeah, for sure. That's a good percentage. 
How many yeah. how many how many ducks did you see total? Not like, a ton. Not a ton. No, I mean almost all teal. Saw a bunch of wood ducks and then like local big puddlers. I didn't hardly see any. The guy from work apparently hunts like one boat landing south. He ended up with a limit. Three geese and two of them were banded. <laughs> so oh, that's awesome. that was a pretty good, yeah. Yeah, pretty good hunt down there. And for as many boats as I heard were at the different boat launches, there were there wasn't a lot of shooting on the river either. So I was gonna talk to a naked. Yeah. Yeah. He did all right. I mean they shot like eight, but it was a group of three guys, so it's not like you know, average at best. Yeah. But my next question was gonna be how you went on a Friday, right? You yeah, you went on Friday the first when it opened. I was it crowded. Nah, the boat launch I went to, no, but I heard the other boat launches were pretty, pretty busy, like 12 boats each. So that's pretty busy where I am. That's an opening day thing though. It doesn't last. Mm -hmm. Luckily. Yeah. What, um, how long, so you, you like to go during the week, correct? Yeah. Yeah. How, how long do you, do you hunt in the morning before you head into work? Mm, depends. Cause I'm by myself and I got to pick everything up. I'd probably hunt to like. 8 39 o'clock is pushing it because then it's like a 20 or 30 depends on how much i want to organize a boat before i leave i just throw all the stuff in the shelf and don't organize it before i leave it's a pretty quick pickup and i can do it later depends if you have ducks to clean up you got to kind of like plan out your your you know it's a the way i go it's like a 45 minute drive home so you've got a 10 minute boat ride load the boat by yourself 45 minutes home and it's an hour plus from the time you decide to to call it so I have to time it, but I'm pretty flexible with work. So it's not like a, I need to be in at this time and just work, work through stuff. So pretty lucky there. But yeah. When, when are you going on again? You gonna, are you going to, are you going to wait till, till? Yeah, I'm not going out again. I don't think there's a little mini cold front and Iowa's uh, teal season goes to the 16th instead of the ninth. So I would have all of next week, but we've got a family vacation and stuff coming up. So I'm, I don't think I'm going to make the time or, or use any vacation to go out. I'll, I'll wait till, till early October okay. and go out then. Just enough now to knock the rust off, figure out what I need to fix on the boat or what I need to work on. And uh, now I'm set for October. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. You got to get chasing some geese. I'm the only one out of the three of us. I'm like the only one who's passionate about banging some geese. Just Yeah. I like field hunting geese out of cornfields when it gets a little bit later in the season, but right now, nah. I've just got, I've got an itchy trigger finger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, you also had a little mm, success here early in the season. Give us, give us the rundown. Yeah, a little splash of success, I guess. Um, we went out on Saturday morning, so I couldn't go out on Friday. I decided to save some vacation. Me and uh, another few buddies had been doing some scouting and we really didn't see a whole lot of numbers on Friday. So we decided just to save our vacation for the regular season. Um, and unfortunately I heard the spot that I wanted to go was an absolute madhouse with ducks on Friday, go figure. Um, so the guys that were somewhat close to the spot that I wanted to hunt shot a five man. Um, so lots of teal. Lots of teals, like World War III, from what I understand. So we went out on Saturday, decided to give it a go. Um, I put in on a off of a bridge and run the river back to like the far west side of this marsh. Huge marsh, big walking area. Um, but there's 
only a few guys that'll really try to get to the backside in the river. So it's kind of a big advantage for us when we can get back there. You need a very like specific boat. So I, I kind of built my boat in mind for this particular spot. Um, so we went out, got back there. The water was crazy low um, on the river trying to get to our spot, but we eventually made it. Got set up, um, saw duck, there was ducks flying everywhere before shooting light, similar to what Matt had said. Um, and it got a pretty quiet kind of right before teal shooting. Um, for those of you who don't know, you have to shoot teal a little bit later. Um, there's special hours, shooting hours for teal, just so you can properly identify them on the wing. Um, so if guys aren't shooting hen wood ducks, um, something like that. So as soon as that hit, you know, I think there was a bunch of decoys or a bunch of birds on the water and guys just started banging and you could see the big balls of teal flying around. Um, so we had a couple trickle in here and there. We shot one, one green wing. I got one right at, right off the bat, probably 20 minutes into the hunt. And we had a flock come in and similar to what Matt experienced, we uh, got a little excited. I think there was probably about 20 of them that did it right in front of us. As soon as we stood up, they flared real hard. We, we both were just like, yeah, just flock shooting after. And uh, we sailed one out of the five shots that I think we took. My buddy went to proceeded to go and try to get it, ended up getting stuck in the muck up to his chest. And that was quite the ordeal. Um, yeah, it was, it was a scary situation. Honestly, I, I was contemplating going back to my boat, taking the motor off and pulling the boat over the dike so I could go get him. Like he, he's straight up exhausted himself trying to find this duck and got himself so stuck that he, he couldn't move. He had to like stand there for 10 minutes and like gather his composure and get his energy back just so he could try again. So that's why Tyler, I was telling you, we definitely needed Mac or a dog, even Maggie or Mac on that day um, would have been a huge help. No, so we, we probably, how did we get him out? Tyler yeah. or uh, JD? He eventually ended up digging himself out. So he decided to just put his hands in the water and just start digging the muck away from the front of him. And it, he was just going step by step. And I think from the time that he went out into the muck and got back, it had to have been at least like 45 minutes. And he probably only went like 30 yards out and 30 yards back. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, so at that point he decided that that duck was no longer worth it. And it swam off. I think some of the guys that were further down the marsh ended up getting them, um, thankfully. So we probably didn't waste that bird. Um, but we had we had some success. We got one nice green wing, and uh, and yeah, that was it was an adventure. But it always is, right? Especially early season. I have uh, I have two two thoughts here. So one. I told you, Jeff, that you can use Mac anytime that you want to, right? We talked about this afterward. I'm like, just use him, right? He'll, he'll run for anybody, okay? You're good. Probably just need to give him one one little nick-nick on the old collar, let him know who's boss, and you'll, you'll be good to go. Two, do you remember how terrified I am of the water sometimes? <laughs> and more and more so the mud? Yes. This was, this was exactly why. Yeah, yes, like not this a Tyler is, spot. Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly why. Okay. All right. I'm getting the heebie jeebies and I've heard this story before. So, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the area we were set up in was fine. I mean, you could walk 
40, 50 yards out into the water and it was fine, but he had ended up going off to the side where we weren't set up and that's where he got himself into trouble. Got it. Yep. Yep. But we shot a really nice green wing. So it was fun. It was, yeah. No, it was it warm. Was. I ended up driving my boat there and back in my shorts. Just had shorts on and Crocs driving my boat down the river. And then I th- we threw the raid- waders on once we got all set up and in our spot. We got a lot of early season, right? Yep. <laughs> Hot in a 90 degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Was that, uh, was that GoPro footage you had then uh, from Saturday, Jeff? Yeah, it was. Yep. Yeah, it was a it was a pretty cool video. We it was a really pretty spot. Unfortunately, yeah, we it looked to, really cool. We ended up having to set up into the sun, which wasn't ideal. Um, but the wind that? the wind was coming out of the south, and the spot that I wanted to to set up in um, wasn't ideal for that. So we ended up just setting up crosswind, um, and unfortunately, where we were, the dike ran north south so we had to stare right into the sun <laughs> but it was only bad for maybe a half hour hour and then it got high enough to where it really wasn't an issue yeah so nice yeah it was fun boat ran good um i tore my prop up even more so than than it already is in the sand but that's just that's just going to continue to happen throughout the season I, I have a new a brand new prop that i just haven't i haven't wanted to put it on yet because if I decide to go back to that spot, it's just going to get destroyed within a few trips. So I've just been kind of holding off, waiting to put the new one on. I think I've lost like an inch and a half now on the prop. And it, it, it's, it looks like a jigsaw blade all the way around it. It's horrible. I don't know if you guys have seen what sand does to props. It just tears them up. But unfortunately there's a lot of sand at uh, where we're, where we want to go. So that's the price you got to pay to have some fun, right? <laughs> you should send us a picture of that. What's a what's a hundred and fifty dollar prop every couple of years to have some fun? That's right. Yeah, that's that's like we're in the waterfall world. One hundred fifty dollars is pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not bad man. at all. <laughs> oh man. Um, oof, okay. It was all a right. lot. That was a lot. That was a lot to unpack. That was, that was good. I that was that was good. You guys have had you guys had good, nice, uh, nice starts to your season. So yeah, we got some up. shooting in, so that's good, right? Yeah. That's all you can ask for yeah. is some shooting. That's right. Yeah. Right. See see some birds. Pull the trigger. Good start to the mm-hmm. year. Good. Awesome. When uh, so outside of Saturday, Jeff. Potentially Saturday. Can't say it's for sure here. Uh, when uh, when do you think you're going to head out again? Oh, if it's if it's not Saturday, then I I won't go again until the regular season. Um, I am going to go on the youth hunt though, so that's right. I'm going to take my nephew um, out on the youth hunt. We just had him out at the trap range last weekend, getting him used to the old. Uh, he did good. It was his. He had been hunting with a. He's short, so he had been hunting with a, a single shot four ten um, his first year, which was last year, and he didn't do any waterfall hunting. It was just um, pheasant hunting with my dad and me a few times. Um, so he was doing good with the single shot 410. And this time we decided um, to upgrade him to a 20 gauge. So he was using a the old trusty 870, Remington 870 Express 20 gauge. And he liked it. It actually ends up, it took a little bit of convincing, but 
he realized that the 20 gauge 870 actually kicks less than that old 410 that that we had given him it's super short it doesn't have a very good pad on the stock and we ended up having him shoot the 410 after he tried the 20 gauge for a little bit he's like wow that does kick more so he was he was pretty excited about that and he hit some clays and uh yeah he was asking my sister right away if he could go again the next day so that's that's what you want to hear right awesome and when is that the weekend the weekend before yeah it's the so like the 23rd 22nd it's it's the weekend before the northern opener so it's the 16th so it's not it's not this weekend it's the following weekend so it's pretty early yeah um but I know there's a lot of wood ducks around and I'm sure that there's still going to be some teal around at that time. I'm sure they'll be trickling oh, yeah. in still. So I can't, Maybe can't say we're going to shoot a lot of mallards, but I would yeah. assume we'll see our fair share of wood ducks for sure. And hopefully get them some opportunities. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be exciting. So that'll probably, if I don't go Saturday, that'll be the next, the next hunt. We're, I'm just going to take them out in the afternoon. I was going to take them out in the morning, but with it being his first waterfall hunt, He's never been on my boat before. He's never been on a small boat before. Um, doing that in the dark on the river just seems a little, I don't know, maybe not necessarily unsafe, but something I, I don't want to kind of freak him out and get him get him scared and nervous about. So I think doing it in the daylight will be a little bit of a better start for him, um, especially with a new gun and a new boat and a new activity that he's never done before. So is it is it just going to be you and him? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Do you, uh, do you want to take Mac? Uh, maybe, maybe I'll take you up on that. That would be nice. Especially if we set up on the river, if it's the spot that I know where there's woodies are, it can get real deep in the middle. So maybe I might take you up on that. Yeah, just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Be good. I mean, he's been in your boat before and the way it's set up, it's not like, I mean, yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah. I'm sure awesome. we'd, we'd figure it out. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Look at this. Look at live negotiations here. <laughs> yeah. On air negotiations. All right. Um, yeah, I I did go out. Um, I'll give that just a quick, I'll give like a two minute rundown here. So Jeff was gracious enough to to say, hey, send me a couple of pins. He's like, hey, you should try these spots, right? It's been a few awesome years. spots. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> So I, hate, I hate sending people pins for this exact reason. <laughs> it's been a few years, right? Um, and he's, you know, I, I actually have never been to this spot, even though it's not that, it's not that far from my house. And uh, looking at it on, on Onyx, like, okay, all right, a little bit of a walk-in or whatever. And I had, I had it like a couple hours to go scout. And I'm like, oh, this is, it should be a big deal, Right. I needed, I just need to be back by 11 and turns out it was, it's like, it was like a 1.4 mile walk back to the spot. And it was, it was a decent hike back in. I actually never made it all the way there. Um, I'm when I went to scout, I was like, Oh crap, I'm gonna run out of time. I gotta be back like by 11. I gotta turn around here. And I, it, so I actually, I went in, I didn't know exactly where I was going to go. I was, I was close. I walked in in the dark or whatever and just found, um, it probably wasn't that far from where maybe, I don't know. I don't know for sure exactly where you set up Jeff, but uh, I think it was that far. There was just like a little puddle. I, I had, after let me use your teal decoys. I had uh six of them plus a, plus a uh, 
a couple of hen mallards and the little puddle that I, cause I was not going to walk like 40 yards out in the muck, especially after hearing the story about JD, uh, to try to get some deep, some deeper water. I, I know I put in like four decoys on this little puddle. Um, some guys have been hunting there. There were fresh shells. I'm like, okay, like I'm in, I'm in the good zone sign. here. Yeah. It was a good sign. And there were, there were still teal flying all over like before shooting, before legal shooting hours. I didn't have anything remotely close to me once legal shooting hours opened up there's another guy set up in the marsh and he shot four times so i'm shooting i assume we put a few ducks down i had mm. there i had some i had some mallards flying around actually i was surprised they're close to um so that's a good sign for later in the year but it was good i was excited to be out it was i only had an hour to hunt just like saturday it was just a quick like before work hunt i had a nine o'clock meeting I knew I had to pick up and then I had to walk back um, 1.4 miles with waders, decoys, my bag, shotgun. So it was actually, I put tennis shoes on to walk there and back. <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a haul. So it was good. It was good to be out. I, and I've got the bug. Like I, I got back and I'm just like, like giddy. It's like, oh, like I said before, it's all I can think about. And it's early season. It's not even a good time to hunt, except for geese. Yep. Well, at least I gave you a spot where you saw a bunch of ducks flying yeah. around. I'm not, I am not yeah. complaining at all. It was ducks there. <laughs> I'm not, you were gracious enough to share a pin. So I'm very, very, very fond of that. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm not, I'm really not upset at all. As long as I see, see ducks, I'm okay. And I just, now I'm, now I'm ready to pull the trigger. And I know I can get on geese. Like, so that's my big, that's why I think that's why I'm hot to trot on that right now. Um, all right, let's see here. So what, so for the two of you, your, your first hunt, what is one, what is one takeaway that you learned something that you'll change for later in the year? Could be something on your boat, could be something gear equipment wise. Mine would be check your electrical a little bit earlier before you're about to go out for the weekend. Um, some of you might've saw on the Instagram stories, I had a little bit of a, a slight electrical issue. Um, I, uh, I hooked my batteries up. The one that I use, the bigger one that I use for my starter was dead. Um, so I tried to put it on the charger, wouldn't take a charge, even though I had been trickle charging it like here and there in the basement throughout the winter. Um, just making sure I keep it, you know, somewhat full, um, decided I didn't want to charge anymore. So I needed to get a new one of those. And then I hooked my other one up and my light bar and all my navigation lights didn't work. So I kind of had a feeling I was going to have an issue with this. I, uh, I ended up leaving the plug in my boat over the winter time. I guess that's another thing I would change. Don't do that. Um, so I left my plug in the boat. I covered it, but I forgot to take the plug out. So we all know that those covers don't really hole they're not completely 100 waterproof so a bunch of water got inside of there it ended up filling itself up to like the top of the seats and then freezing solid so it was just a giant ice cube when i pulled the cover off in the spring um, and obviously all my electrical and my switch box was completely submerged for months and months and months when i had everything dried out i turned it on and it worked um, but now looking back, I think when I ended up turning it on and putting power to it, there must've been some moisture in there. And I think that's when it fried all the, the electronics. So when I went to go do it again, right before 
season started, nothing worked. Um, long story short, it turned out it was my relays. I had two relays on from the wiring harness that I had bought. It came with relays, so I just left them on there. Um, did some calculations with my light bar and my navigation lights and realized I didn't need relays because my switch box could handle the amperage that was required. So I just cut the relays out, um, ended up rewiring everything, and now it all works. So yeah, check your electrical a little bit sooner than two days before the hunt. <laughs> That'd be my takeaway. That's good. That's good. Matt, what do you got? Nothing, uh, nothing critical that has to be done, but I've got a list that didn't get done before the first. So um, I think I talked about adding rear lights to my blind. So, you know, backing in the trailer, it's a little bit brighter by yourself. And one of them's angled out at the water. So setting up decoys, you know, I've got more light. I need to finish that. The lights are bolted on. I've got the, I've got the wires into the boat. I just need to solder them in and put plugs. I mean, I'm pretty much ready. It's just a matter of getting this list of things that didn't get done completed. Stiffening up that front seat from when I step on it from the deck down. Like I just didn't get to it. A piece of aluminum's leaned up against my outdoor garage door for a month and a half now. So I just need to finish it. You like those pods in the back of your boat, Matt? Or the little haven't LED pods that you have? Oh, you haven't used them yet. Haven't. Okay. Nope. Need to be soldered in. That's one thing that Switch I think. Switches there, nice powers too. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Will you get to it before you hunt again? Mm, good question. I TBD. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I fixed my front lights. So one of the things I found was my front lights, my additional ones that I added from last year, um, they're bolted too close on the conduit frame. So I couldn't put my little light cover that I made on it. So I fixed that yesterday. If I can just do like one little thing a day, I could maybe knock it out because family trip next week's going to cut out a couple of days of, you know, September. Um, we'll see. I think if I took like one thing every other day, I could get all my stuff done. But I doubt that seat's going to get fixed before then. It's just, it's a lot of work to cut that huge thick piece of aluminum, paint it, get the hydro turf on it, rivet it in. That's a lot of work, but the lights should be ready. And all my little, my little stuff that bothers me should be done, but I wouldn't count on that seat being fixed. You have to let me know how you like those rear lights. It's something I've been, been wanting to do, especially some of the launches that, that go down real steep when you're backing into those things mm -hmm. and the trailer kind of like disappears underneath your rear yeah. mirror and you, you have no clue what you're seeing back there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just want them because, you know, whenever time I think I was on the water at four o'clock last Friday, just to have that is going to be so nice when I'm doing it by myself. Mm -hmm. A little bit of extra light back there. For sure. Or a lot of bit of light, depending on what you call those lights. <laughs> they are floodlights. So. <laughs> uh, so, so Tyler, if you would do, if you had to do something different with your hunt, on uh, this last week what would you have done differently um uh good question i would have i, I would have gotten there earlier i didn't get there early enough really mm -hmm. sounds like you were set up before shooting light though i was i was but i i should have been there way before shooting light so um because i actually like i it's so dry i could have kept walking down that dike like all the way to the backside, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I told I you just keep walking until you can't walk anymore. Yeah. I, I went, I went to that one pin where it kind of breaks and it kind of opens up and the, 
with the wind was out of the south again right if it was out of the north like the other side where i would have set up on the other side um of that dike and the water was a lot deeper there's just a lot more to work with over there but you know whatever i decided to set up the way i needed to and i would have just kept walking though and, and mm-hmm. kept kept exploring because it was half scouting and and half hunt right so i was going in blind well, that's the big thing with those walk-in spots. Like you just have yeah. to be willing to walk further than everybody else. Like as hard as that is, and it's, you know, it's, that's just what you got to do. If you want to shoot ducks, you got to go yeah. just that little bit further than all the other guys are willing to go. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, when you were doing walk-in stuff on the, on the Mississippi, yeah. how far were you walking? Um, Probably that mile and a half. Um, Like the spot five minutes from my house, it's a mile or like 0.8 or 0.9 uh, miles from the from the parking lot to like the split off. And then you can go out to the end of the dike or you can wrap around depending on what part of the marsh you want to go in. So it was a minimum of a mile to walk to the backside when it used to be full of water before everything dried up. It was like a half a mile. But you had to be there like the first guy to get that spot, you know, in the marsh, like in the actual water in the marsh. And then the other spot pretty far south here i mean it was it's over a mile to that very back pocket so it's kind of divided up where it's got like three or four spots that ha- used to hold water i should say um the far one was probably a mile and a half so that's probably pretty average i mean that that mm-hmm. distance yep. sucks yeah. every second of it depending how much you're carrying out but if i go this mm-hmm. saturday i'm definitely loading my upland vest i'm putting my waders in the game bag I told you, I got to find a way to use this thing for waterfall. The waders yeah. are going in the game bag. I'm going to walk out with my tennis shoes and I'm going to just hang the decoys over my back or wrap them around the, the shoulder harness. I'm going to make it work. <laughs> yeah. You better, uh, you better tell uh, Matt Davis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Multi-purpose. Your vest right. is awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's good. That's it's, um, you know, I've learned a lot. It's good. I'm getting the bug here, right? I'm sort of like an adult onset waterfowler here. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, it's good. It's awesome. Um, okay. Let's see here. Wait, got anything else, boys? Anything else? Any other questions? Uh, I don't have a lot. Uh, oh, I got my new uh, my new handheld and my new dog collar. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I got the Alpha 10, the Garmin Alpha 10. And it's the TT15X dog collar. So it's the one that does the training and tracking. It's, it's, it's nice. I like it. I like it. It's exactly what I want. The actual handheld is probably about the same size, excluding the antenna. It's probably about the same size as the Sport Pro that I have. So it's, it's nice and compact. Um, and it does everything that I need it to do. The only thing I'm not a huge fan of is how big the collar is. The actual like receiver part of the collar is is huge um and i wanted to get the mini garmin used to make the mini and apparently they don't make it anymore i found this out by talking to garmin after like rigorously searching for the mini online i couldn't figure out i thought it was just sold out everywhere um, but apparently they stopped making it so now you can only buy the the tt15x um in that style with the track and the train so we'll see. It's it's big, but Josie's not very big. So we'll see how massive it looks on her neck. But it, it'll be it'll be nice. It'll give me that security blanket that I wanted, um, where I can, 
even if I don't hear her and see her, I know exactly where she is. So that'll be, that'll be good. And Lauren's really excited to look at the, uh, her average miles ran on a hunt. So that'll be, that'll be fun to see too. Yeah, Lauren and myself are excited to see that. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Like if, I mean, if I walk five miles, is she doing 20, 30? Like I, I really don't know. It's, it's probably going to blow my mind, whatever it is. Definitely. So yeah, stay tuned on that, but I like it so far from the little bit that I played with it. Good. That's good. That's uh, I, have you put it on her yet? I haven't put it on her. I've only turned on the, the handheld and the collar and like walked around the house to just to see how it updates and how the, the directionals change. Um, but I've yet to put it on her. Yeah. So you should do that soon. Yeah, probably. I'll say don't wait. Like a two day before opener type. I mean, situation. I, she she's not really phased by that stuff. Like when she hurt her paw last year, you know, I, I bought some of those like little rubber booties when she broke her nail off, and like everyone was like, she's not going to wear those things. There's there's no way she's going to wear it. It's like I put it on her, and as soon as she knew what we were doing, and we were going out for a hunt, like she could care less about anything except finding birds. Like she my daughter could have been riding on her back for all she cared like she did not care she was just ready to go so i don't think we're going to have much of a problem with it and i'm only going to use it when i'm hunting since i have my the the smaller one for daily use good awesome yeah. awesome man did you bust out the gopro so i had it and it was on the door next to me i had it on twice both times didn't lead to opportunities. Um, so the other, the three birds I actually shot, the first one is way too dark. And it's one of those teal. It's, I would have had to leave it on the entire morning for like two hours straight because it was happening so fast. And then looking back, like I would have only got two out of the three birds on film anyway, because the one was so far off to the left side and like a passing shot. The other ones would have looked really cool, but I'm just, I mean, between hunting the dog and then trying to use the good Nikon, it, I think if, if I did it again, I would have just, I should have just hit the button and let it run and saw how the camera battery did. I should have done that, but I had a lot going on. So I had to pick and choose what, how I did it. Uh, you, you do have a lot going on. It sounds like you need someone else in the boat with you. Yeah. 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 We might need to make a trip the up there just to, just to yeah. help him with all of his electronics. I know, I know right? <laughs> yeah. Matt, Matt do you no need kidding. me to run the camera for you? I mean, I That's can bust fine. it out. Yeah. 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 I'll keep it That's next awesome. to me here. Yeah. Jeff, you can run the GoPro. There we go. Let's go. Yep. Perfect. Get your, get your whole crew. <laughs> Could have used awesome. that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, any other new gear? Any other new things? Anything else new? No. No. Got, got any got any sky blast questions? I don't think I have too many. I got a couple. You got a couple? I do. Shoot. I'm under All right. Sorry. We're ready to wrap this thing up now. Are we going into sky blasting? Yeah, let's go. Let's do sure. it. Okay, I got I got three. Okay. All right. First one beef jerky or snack sticks? Beef jerky. Ooh. Tyler. I'm gonna go with beef jerky. Really? Both of you guys. See, I'm I'm more of a snack stick guy. I don't like the real chewy beef jerky. Interesting. Okay. Uh go to breakfast. 
And this is like your your this isn't like you're you're going out on a special occasion breakfast. This is like you wake up in the morning. What's your go to for breakfast in your house? Oh, no. two eggs and toast. Scrambled? Uh no, over easy. Two oh, eggs and toast. Nice. Okay. All right. Chef Matt. Matt. I love the I love hearing the over easy. That makes me happy. Yeah. Tyler? Uh, I eat uh, oatmeal, a banana, nectarine, and a protein shake probably six out of seven days a week. Oh, okay. Yep. See, I'm, I'm a creature of habit too. I'm a bowl of Cheerios and a piece of toast or a bagel like every single morning. Okay. All right. Uh, my last one. Are you going to cheer for Aaron Rodgers this year on the Jets? <laughs> no. No, no, not a solid. Chance. No, not a chance. <laughs> Tyler, you do. Far one. Really? Uh, no way. See, I, I don't. I wish him luck. I hope he plays okay. I, and it's, I, it's really in the Packers' best interest if he plays okay. You want him to play? What is it? Seventy-five percent of the snaps that he has to to get the first round pick. I hope he breaks his leg week one. No, I don't actually hope that. And the Packers won't get the first round pick. <laughs> <Who> cares. <laughs> Who cares? You guys he, are salty, man. I, <laughs> I'm not. He's a weird guy. I he is he, a very he, strange man. Yes, he's he turned me off years ago with some of his stuff. All right. He's just he's a weird dude. It was it. The only reason that I was rooting for him was because he was wearing the green and gold. I had told people this all the time that it was like if Aaron Rodgers did not play for the Packers, I would probably hate his guts with a passion, and I think most people probably would. Are in the same boat. Yes, one hundred and ten percent. But he's a free spirit. He says what he wants. He does what he wants. You got to commend the guy for that. He's uh, he's he's yeah. But I mean, his his ego is so big he can barely fit through the door when he walks in. It. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's okay when they're on your team. And that's that's, that's why I liked them. That's what that's you want, true, right? Yeah, that's I right. get on the when the Brewers have somebody like that. I love it. It's just when they're on the other team. Like that's when I have a problem. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was- uh, uh, right. okay you guys have any i got two okay two for you guys all right uh poker or blackjack oh poker blackjack i don't i don't i don't really play but i, I think i'd have to say poker all right uh second one there's a yes no question have you tried liquid death yes no, but my brother-in-law drinks it all the time. But I have yet to try it. Okay. Matt, feedback? I mean, it's I've only had it because Kelly got it, and I drank some of hers. I mean, I don't mind it. It's not like I'm going on my way for it or anything. If a case showed up by my house, I'd drink it. It's not like, you know, not addicted can, right? to it. In the water yeah. again, right? <laughs> my, yeah. my brother-in-law drinks it quite it's a fine. bit. And the other day, Lauren's... And his grandma was drinking it. It was the funniest thing. She's like 86 years old and she's drinking a big can of liquid death. <laughs> awesome. Oh, it's quite the sight. I'll have to try it one of these times. I That's wish funny. I wish I was as amazing as the guys that started that business, right? Let's put can in a water with a really cool name and crush the marketing and be yeah. like a billion dollar company. It's just water. It's water <laughs> in a can. Awesome. It's, pretty, it's a pretty badass can though. I mean, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is true. This is true. Okay. It makes you want to hop on a Harley and go rip through the town somewhere. 
<laughs> okay. That that Jeff, you always have a one-liner. That was great. <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to wrap we're wrapping this episode up. Let's let's wrap it up here. Uh if you made it this far, um thank you for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds, go ahead and leave us a review wherever you're at. If you have feedback for us, we just want to let us know how your season has started off. Whether you've had success or not success like me, uh, shoot, a, shoot us a message on social media. We're on the Tiki Talk, uh, Instagram, Facebook, pretty much wherever you can find us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear uh, what you think of us as well. Like if you think we suck, let us know. Um, if you think we're awesome, we'd like to hear that stuff too. So uh, uh, shoot us a message on social media, connect with us, and then uh, tune in for the next episode next week. Later. See you.